This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670. Or feel free to visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while we're at our website, click on that radio page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. And please visit our YouTube page by typing in Safe Harbor Retirement Group. You can watch videos on different uh, financial topics. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. And remember, all meetings are complimentary. No obligation is required. Well, today we're we're really going to uh, study or talk about the impact of increasing interest rates by the Federal Reserve and how it's really going to affect us as the consumer. But before we kind of dive into that, let me introduce to you my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? I am doing great, Corey. Great to be here with you and excited about today's show. I had a great weekend. Uh, My kids uh, gave me cards for Father's Day, and we got together with some family, had a little family reunion on Sunday, this last Sunday, Father's Day. So that was fun. So I had a great weekend. How about you? How are you doing? I know you got together with your dad, Gary, over the weekend too, didn't you? I did. We went and saw the the, the new... uh... Tom Cruise movie, Matt, or uh, Top yeah. Gun yep. Maverick. Yep. And uh, it was actually pretty enjoyable. You know, it's hard to believe it's been 36 years. I would have been in actually high school when the first Top Gun came out. Isn't and, that crazy? Uh, yeah. And, you know, it's it's basically the same movie, just with a little bit, you know, same type of uh, flow and everything else just you know a little bit different plot but at the end of the day it's it was very entertaining enjoyable and uh you know here in central ohio it it is hot and uh you know getting a lot of yard work done is probably not going to be on someone's uh a thing to do right now at this point in time with 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 how hot it's actually going to you know be over here for the next couple weeks but uh you know it's still a pretty busy time for us it's hard to believe we're already here in July, and yeah. uh, halfway you know halfway through the year, twenty twenty two has been flying by, and when you really you know step back and look at it, the market's been pretty volatile. The Fed is the Fed, the Federal Reserve is really trying to do something in order to uh, de- you know really decrease inflation, and you know one of the things that I think a lot of people re- you know maybe they do realize or don't realize is but you know when the Fed cuts interest rates, that's when the economy is really kind of struggling. So they're really kind of doing that to start a boom back in the economy. You know the theory is that by cutting rates, borrowing costs decrease. And this prompts businesses to take out loans to hire more people and expand production. However, 
Tony, the logic kind of works reverse when the economy is hot. You know, you know, here you take a look at the impact on various parts of the economy when the Fed changes interest rates, you know, from lending and borrowing to consumer spending to the stock market. But really what they're trying to do is when they raise rates, and we're going to talk about the, the impact to the consumer, but really what they're really trying to do is to be able to decrease spending, which is going to, more than anything, decrease inflation. You know, yeah. I think right now all of us are sick and tired of talking about the price of fuel. Um, that's just one thing that is, is definitely up. You know, we're over $5 a gallon here in the Columbus or Central, Central you know, Ohio. And uh, I don't know if that's really going to, we're going to see an impact of that until probably the, this Russia-Ukraine war actually stops. But when we start talking about other things that cost just as much, um, hopefully by, you know, the Fed raising interest rates, and they just recently raised it 0.75%. We'll kind of dive into what kind of impact that's really going to have, you know, on a lot of things that's going to affect the consumer. Yeah, well, inflation has just been out of control. And when the new numbers came out, I think the Fed uh, reacted, the markets reacted negatively because uh, it went up. They were hoping it would go down after the last uh, half point or half a percent increase to the uh, Fed interest rate, uh, but inflation still went up. So now uh, we've got, like you mentioned, Corey, the biggest single uh, increase in over, I think, 30 years, uh, about 30 years it's been since they've done a 0.75. That's the biggest single increase in the past 30 years. So they're trying to uh, slow inflation and uh, get prices to back off a little bit, hopefully, but uh, again, so much uh, of price increases are caused by the price of oil and gas uh, because, you know, even plastics are a petroleum product and shipping other goods. So it really has affected the economy. So by the Fed raising the interest rates, uh, hopefully it will quell inflation, though. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think that's the overall hope of it. But I mean, yeah, when you talk about fuel costing more. I mean, one of the biggest things is, is transportation costs in order to get the products and goods, you know, to stores for us to be able to buy. Um, that has definitely a big impact. And, yeah. you know, interest rates and borrowing in general, you know, when you have low interest rates, that can directly impact the bond market as yields on everything from U.S. treasuries and corporate bonds tend to fall making them less attractive, you know, to new investors. So bond prices move inversely to interest rates. So as interest rates fall, the price of bonds do rise. Now, likewise, an increase in interest rates, which we're seeing now, sends the price of bonds lower negatively, impacting fixed income investors. You know, as rates rise, people are less likely to borrow or refinance existing debt since it's more expensive to do so as well. We really saw that in the first quarter this year, where it was the first time in like 40 years that in a down market, stocks actually outperform bonds. You know, bonds were down anywhere from 8 to 10% the first quarter. So it's had a big impact on that. Yeah, usually when stocks drop so low, uh, bonds are going up. Stocks drop, bonds are higher, so you can rely on the bonds, or at least bonds are uh, maintained. Uh, but we've seen uh, kind of the inverse of that. Well, like you said, uh, bonds have been low, especially this year, and now that they're raising interest rates, uh, bonds are probably not the way to go. 
That, that's exactly right. Um, now we do believe, you know, even with when I speak with gradient, you know, gradient investments as well, um, that bonds have probably taken the the biggest hit the first quarter. We 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 expect it to be relatively flat. The nice part about bonds right now, but this is kind of why you're seeing a decrease in the pricing, is as new bonds come out, the interest rates or the the dividends that they are paying is higher. And, and right now, they're a little over 3% off of a bond right now. But I think one of the biggest things that consumers are going to see more than anything else is you're going to definitely see your credit card rates go up when interest rates go up. Yeah. And I think part of that, and, and who knows whether this is actually true or not. I mean, one thing that, that I always stress more than anything else is if you have a credit card, the best thing that you can do is pay that thing off month after month and don't let yeah. that interest rate build. But, you know, there are a lot of consumers out there that due to jobs or the amount of money they make or whatever else, they do put it on that credit card and they make that minimum payment. When you're making that minimum payment, you know, you're going to probably end up seeing a one, two, three percent increase, you know, in the cost of of that interest rate on a monthly basis or on an annual basis for you as well right now. So yeah, instead some, of paying, some of them are already going up. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of paying 15 or, you know, 14 or 15%, you're going to probably see increases anywhere from 18 to 20% here, in, you know, in the next few months. It's one of those things where just like fuel, fuel goes up fast, doesn't go down fast. <laughs> That's right. The same thing with, with, it's the same kind of thing with uh, credit cards. Yeah. Interest rates go up quickly, but they don't go down as quickly as, you know, once once the Fed does lower the rates. So the only thing I would probably say here is this is the the time where you really need to look at hard on what you really want to buy. Make sure that if you are putting anything on a credit card, it's a necessity, not something that you just maybe want more than, you know, but you don't need because it will cost you more in the long run. And uh, the whole the whole idea of being able to raise these interest rates is the lower spending. So just be smart going forward. You know when you are making those purchases. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It, now is not the time to run out and uh, buy a new car at the spur of the moment. If your current car will last or give you another fifty thousand or a hundred thousand, now is probably not a good time to go car shopping. Right. That's, that's correct. Yeah. That's correct. And uh, you know and. That was definitely on my list was auto loans. We can just kind of dive into that since you brought it up. But, you know, we were all, you know, for the last few years, everyone was having those zero fixed interest rates. I think those times are gone now. So, you know, in order for you to go out and purchase a car, it's going to cost you a little bit more per month on that monthly payment because interest rates will be going up. So, again, by by the Fed raising the interest rates, what they're hoping that happens is maybe you will not go out and purchase that car. Um, uh, in order to keep that demand down as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so uh, it is interesting. And the Fed says they're going to raise it again soon. So uh, I'm interested to see what happens. Obviously, uh, interest rates grow- going up, inflation's been going up, the markets have been going down. So uh, like like we've been saying, this is a perfect storm. Uh, but the Fed raising the interest rates uh, affects all of us. Um, it probably uh, isn't too bad of an impact for retirees, um, but it's especially bad for, you know, maybe younger couples looking to buy a home or a car or people with credit card debt, as you mentioned. 
Yeah, and I, I think one thing that, of course, housing is a huge connection. This can end up kind of having a, a big impact on housing. You know, right now, in order to to sell or buy a house in Columbus, it's actually insane out there. Yeah, everyone's been everyone's been purchasing way over asking price in order in order to get the house that they want to. You, but you know, now, you know, a year ago, interest rates were probably a little bit below four percent, and now. As of as of the end of last week, we're now we're looking around six percent for a thirty-year mortgage, and by increasing that, just by increasing that, you know, one or two percent percentage points, it's going to have a big impact on what people can actually, you know, afford when they start looking at their homes. So it's going to be very interesting to see if we still have a hot market here in Central Ohio. I mean, right now, most you know, depending on what neighborhood you live in. You put your house on the market on a Friday, it's definitely sold by Sunday. And uh, we're, we're actually going to end up seeing what that actually does. Now, I will say this. I, I do think there's going to be a, a dollar amount that you're going to probably see a little bit of a regression on being able to sell your house. So I don't know if it's going to be like five or six hundred or $700,000 house out there, but that's a huge impact from 4% to 6% on that monthly mortgage payment. We'll actually just have to see how that actually impacts more of the higher, those higher tier types of uh, houses here in central Ohio. Well, I think it's got to slow the market down. I mean, the housing market's been crazy. Like you said, I mean, people are uh, having to make offers way above asking price or above the price of what the home's actually worth. And they're having to waive inspections, things like that, just to get into the house. And there haven't been enough houses for sale. So I think that uh, it's going to slow that housing market down, obviously rising interest rates, because you're right. Uh, people might think, well, 0.75%, who cares? But um, uh, it makes a difference. And the housing rates go up uh, exponentially. They go up more than that. So uh, we're already seeing rates at 5.5, right? And uh, and maybe six. So yep. I, I think they could uh, go up even further, and that will at least slow down the housing market. Yeah, I I think I think you're exactly right. I think it will definitely you know uh, affect the housing market. You know, from yeah. a positive standpoint, I don't know how big of a positive it's going to be. It's kind of like gas prices we just mentioned a second ago sure. but you should be able to see a little bit better cd rates out there should be able to see a little bit more savings rates um of course they're probably not going to go up as quickly as again as uh, they're not going to go up as quickly as fuel prices go up but i think yeah. they will go up yeah. and you know 0.01 percent on what we've been receiving in the money market you know, I don't know what that actually means. Maybe it goes up to 0. 0.05 or something. But uh, I do think you'll see some, you know, CDs. Um, they'll probably tick up a little bit, you know, during over the next few months as well. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And please subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, or even Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have any questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. And remember, all meetings are complimentary and no obligation is required. Well, Tony, we've really been talking about the impact of increasing interest rates uh, by the Federal Reserve. 
And the next thing I kind of want to talk about, it really hasn't been in the news much, but I was actually kind of reading something on Investopedia about this. And that's what kind of impact does this actually have on our national debt? Mm. So a hike in the interest rate, you know, of course, boosts the borrowing costs for the U.S. government. You know, and it fuels an increase in the national debt and increasing budget deficits. So according to the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget, the estimated total budget deficit from 2022 to 2031 is going to be $12.7 trillion. Wow. Increasing rates by just a half percentage point would increase the deficit by over $1 trillion. So with that being said, we just had an increase of 0.75%. So you can actually see this is going to have also an impact on our national debt. And this isn't really even including, Tony. Um what we're actually spending on everything else national i'm just saying <laughs> national debt wise we're just talking about just an increase of of an interest rate of a half a percent is going to have an impact of about a trillion dollars you know over the next nine years wow wow and that's yeah that's something i haven't heard about you know you hear a lot about the fed raising the interest rate i've read a lot of articles but none that have mentioned that actually so i'm glad you brought that up and uh, of course you know, it gets us into the conversation about government spending. <laughs> we could right. uh, do a whole show on the problem with governments, but they're never going to reduce the spending. They That's never right. do. They That's only right. increase spending. Uh, but it is interesting to see what effect uh, higher interest rates uh, from the Fed, Federal Reserve, uh, does for the national debt. Yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly right. When we start talking about national debt, too, you know, one of the things, of course, that is a good thing is being able to have businesses profit as well. And by increasing, you know, the interest rates, one of the things I think the Fed is really trying to do is is actually increase the cost of capital for businesses, mm. which means by increasing the cost for them to go out and borrow is going to cost them more money. And what that's supposed to do is supposed to actually have an impact on them to be able to go out and actually hire additional employees. So, you know, our, whatever, our unemployment rate right now is around three and a half percent. You know, last month, of course, the when they, you know, announced May numbers, you know, the first part of June here, that, you know, we had an increase in jobs of about $60,000 or 60,000 more people than they expected, caused the market to go down. Because what that means is, is inflation was gonna go up and when we saw the numbers, you know, for last month, year to year, it was up 8.6%. So one of the things they are going to try to do is um, increase those interest rates where it's going to, A, take away a little bit more profit from companies. They won't be able to go out and hire, which could, you know, have an impact, of course, on on people that could lose jobs. I don't know, if, you know, I'm not going to say it's going to be now, but it, but in the long term, it, it actually could have an impact. I think the biggest impact is, is you, now you might actually see companies not hiring as many people as they were hiring. Yeah, that's true. That could, that could happen and we could see an employment dip. And I know that the Fed is so concerned about the um, inflation and that's why they're doing this, raising the rates and they're going to keep raising the rates, they say, to really combat inflation um, and, uh, regardless of the other impacts and unfortunately 
it's going to really slow down the economy. And a lot of people think that's what's bringing us into recession or will bring us uh, to recession. Yeah, there's a fine line there that Fed really has to try to do. And that is we do have a pretty, you know, booming economy. Um, we really, we actually really do. A lot of people are still spending money, um, even though it's costing a lot more. But, sure. uh, you know, by, by having the interest rates, you want to get to a point where the inflation does come down, but you really don't want to go into a full-blown recession, um, which, we, of course, would have an impact not only on the stock market and everyone's investments, but it's also going to have a big impact just on everyone on the day-to-day living as well. Yeah. Yeah, that it is. And it impacts all of us. And it's good to talk about this, Corey, because we want to know how it's going to impact uh, all of us in our daily lives, our listeners out there, everybody out there, you guys want to know uh, how is it going to uh, affect all of us and, and ourselves. So uh, that's really good. You know, we hear about the Fed raising the rate, but what does that really mean uh, to the average uh, American? And I think you've really uh, covered that well so far today. Yeah. And, you know, another big impact this has had on, and if anyone's been, been watching or reading about this, you know, is the dollar. You know, the dollar has actually gone up quite a bit during all this time, which is good and bad, right? We always like a strong dollar, but the problem is, is now when we start to sell, try to sell goods and services overseas, they do cost more because of the value of the dollar. So that's something to also look at, you know, and really the, the I kind of want to end it as we kind of talk here in the last few minutes, Tony, and, and that's kind of like, you know, the goal here is is to try to lower inflation right now, at this point in time, which is why the Fed is actually raising interest rates. Now, the one thing that, um, and you can read all kinds of different articles. Um, some people think inflation is already kind of built into the stock market. Others don't think it is quite as much yet. But here's all I can say and is we're going to have a pretty volatile market, I truly believe, until inflation kind of starts to be on the decrease. Um, the market does not like inflation, period. They really don't even like you raising interest rates, even though they're kind of expecting it right now. Um, it, the market does look ahead, but it, it, this is really the time, if you have not done it, to make sure that you're actually allocated the correct way based upon your risk level, just to make sure you're diversified enough in order to handle it. Because I think we're going to, you know, I'm not going to say we're going to drop another 10 or 15% from where the market is today. But I just think over the next few months, you're going to see a lot more volatility. I, I sure that sure hope we don't have another week like we just had here in, in mid-June, um, where the market dropped about 7 or 7%, 6 7% over a two or three day period. Um, but the only thing I can say is this is really the time for you to reach out to your financial advisor. If you don't have one, you can always give us a call. We, you just need to make sure that you have a pretty diverse portfolio um, to be able to handle what the market's going to be able to do. Yeah, you need to be working with a financial services professional, somebody like yourself, Corey. So listeners, pick up the phone, give Corey a call. What's that phone number one more time before we go? Yeah, Tony, our phone number here is 614-760-0670. You can always visit our website at safeharboroh.com. 
Whether you call in or go to our website, you can always schedule a complimentary no-obligation meeting with me. You know, we're really here to help and guide you to make sure that you have a successful retirement. The best way to do that is to make sure you have a financial plan in place. If you don't have one, the best thing that you can do is put one in place tomorrow. Again, we can put one in place for you. And if you do have one, we can be that second opinion, that second set of eyes, just to make sure that you, you're on the right track with your financial plan. All you need to do is give us a call again at 614-760-0670 just to schedule a complimentary no-obligation meeting with me. All right, sounds good. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll talk to you again. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.